sometimes feel that there's nobody to talk to about the things you need to talk about? Well, look no further. Welcome to Paper Hope Next Generation on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Rio, Tamara, and Yvonne are here to discuss the topics you've been asking about. Now, here's Paper Hope Next Generation. Welcome to the program, Paper Hope Next Generation on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. I'm surprised I said that right because I'm definitely not in the right headspace right now. You kind of cracked out? Yes. Who are you? Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, Woo. hold on guys, bear with us. I'm Rio Wade. And I am Tamara Wade. And it's just us today. Ha 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 I would be really scared if I were you. I am. And we both have had way too much caffeine. And I know we say that all the time. But like my throat's closing up. I've had too, I've had too much caffeine. And I, I have the shakes. Because you're on some like medicine that actually makes you feel good. Oh my God. Do you want to take a minute and talk about that? Go for it. Oh my God. so excited. I am so excited. So this has been a really long journey for me to get to this point because I have thyroid issues like a lot of ladies do. And anyone who has thyroid issues know that they're kind of hard to catch on film, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So I've been to many, many doctors and many different diagnoses and... Anyway, the good news is I don't have a disease and I don't have cancer. But what I do have is, yeah, right. That's good. (laughs) (laughs) It is good. But what I do have is some pretty wompy levels, meaning my T3 is really low, which is indicative of hype. Thyroid, which means it's underactive, which so can you make have you a slow guy. I'm a slow guy, and all my <laughs> life he used to be a fast guy. His well, he got worn out. He oh, he got really worn now out. Now he's a slow guy. Now he's a slow guy. And anyone who has hypothyroid knows that there's weight gain involved, and mood swings, and fatigue, and it's just really unfortunate. And if you don't have like outside of the normal range, ladies just kind of get swept under the carpet because, right. you know. If, if you're not broken, they don't treat you. Right. Which is annoying as all hell because what <sighs> happened to prevention? Isn't that like a thing? I know. Anyway, I found the right doctor and, and she agreed that we need to get in touch with my T3 and so we did and now I'm on some medicine to fix that. But in my transition titrating up into the right dosing, I'm a little jittery. So you use lots of big words, but what I got from that is, <laughs> is I'm cracked out. You were kind of like mellow and like not energetic before because you had a broken guy, a slow guy, uh-huh. and now you take medicines and now you have a normal guy. Yeah. And so now you're like blah, 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 blah. I'm back to my happy skippy self. <laughs> Yay for all of Yay! us. Yay! <laughs> I feel better now she gets to be just like me and the fact that it's just us today and there's no no Yvonne to like rein us in oh no good luck with that everybody I love you Yvonne listen at your own will at your own risk (laughs) (laughs) so what are we talking about today (laughs) thank goodness the show is not like very deep or like scary it's kind of fun it is fun but at the same time there's going to be a lot of scolding going on i feel like (laughs) you know if you know what i mean so what is the disclaimer whenever you feel like you're going into scolding mode what we don't know we don't know (laughs) we don't know what we're talking about except for (laughs) it's our own personal experiences that we're sharing with you and really the purpose of the paper hope series is bridging the gap between conversations and being being kind of the first to say it out loud so that it sparks conversation within your own families. Um, so our topic today that we're talking about is actually an article that has been going around Facebook, if you've seen it, called 10 Old-Fashioned Dating Habits We Should Make Cool Again mm-hmm. by Kate Bailey, I guess. And it's one of the ones that everyone just keeps sharing and posting on people's walls. Um, and I read it and I was like, oh my God, please. Like, I'm so annoyed with 
all these punks. <laughs> like everyone in my generation just being a punk. It's not just your generation. I had punks in mine too. Yeah, but it's getting worse and worse and worse. So why do you think it's getting worse? Um, I don't, I don't even think we can blame technology. No, you cannot blame technology. <laughs> I don't technology. think we can blame technology for this one, which mm -mm. is crazy because we blame technology for everything else. Laziness comes to mind. Uh, I don't even know. I guess... Maybe they I don't know. know. Maybe maybe kids in your generation aren't being taught the art of yeah, dating. Yeah, I feel I feel like that's kind of it. Is there's no example really? Yeah. I guess. I mean, I guess it's kind of media because any like Media's reality show technology, that you see, like there, the goal is not to court someone; it's to get them in bed it's or to hook up. Yeah, it's to hook up and or it's cooler to party. Hook up. Yeah, which again, I'm not here to like disparage against you know hooking up or whatever if that's your thing. <laughs> Do you, boo, if that's what you got to right. do. <laughs> you know, like I just, I can't be a hate, hating on that and I'm not. But I think for us, us wanting to talk about bringing the old fashioned ways back, if you're into finding a mate, mm -hmm. if you're into finding a partner mm -hmm. and you don't want to get kind of lost up in those other people that are just out for the hookup. Yeah, because I've been doing a lot going back to my high school for dance stuff and I just look around and I see there are a few couples that, you know, got it right and they mm -hmm. are cute and everyone adores them. But then there's just people that are just lost and they just literally keep bouncing from person to person. That's really funny. Before the show, somebody told me, Bruce, our producer, told me that I say literally a lot. And I just said <laughs> it and now I'm really conscious about when I'm saying it. But I, it's I, literally going to freak me out. <laughs> I think that's literally true. It's literally. Oh my God, shoot me. Uh -huh. Wait, I was going to ask you something about that, that if you're recognizing like why do you think people jump from relationship to relationship well they're not doing it right in the first place okay that's you know they're either going into something so quickly and then freaking out that they don't know what to do or they're trying to date the wrong people or they're dating under the wrong wrong circumstances or they like skipped a couple steps on the way to like being in a relationship there's a plethora of things that could cause you to not work out do not skip steps there are steps don't skip them You'll regret Unless it. Unless you're hooking up, then do what you yeah, gotta do. Yeah, that's the disclaimer. If you're a hookupper, you're <laughs> not included. You're, not, you're not in this conversation. I knew some hookuppers in high school, and that's fine. That, that's them. I even tried the hooking up thing <laughs> when I was a kid. It doesn't. It didn't work out for me. I couldn't really try. It was impossible. Yeah. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, yeah we digress. Continue. So the 10 old-fashioned dating habits we should make cool again. Number one. Whoa, wait. Oh. Why are they even called old fashioned? That pisses me off to begin with. I, um, maybe, the fact that they're maybe from this writer's perspective, she thinks that it's something that we old timers yuck yuck did. Right, but that's a that's annoying. Not that I'm saying that it's like wrong to call them old fashioned, but the fact that they are old fashioned <laughs> is kind of ridiculous. Like, why aren't they just the norm? I don't or know. The that's a good question. I don't know. Where did they get lost? And I guess maybe going through the list will maybe find. I don't know. Some reasons as to why they're extinct. I think this is a pretty solid list. So why they're extinct, I'm not sure. Okay, number one. Continue. Ooh, this one makes me angry. It makes my father angry. So for you, Dad, this one's for you. Um, coming to the door to pick somebody up. This is not old-fashioned. This happened when I was a kid, though. It wasn't through technology. It was just the good old-fashioned horn. Honk, honk, I'm here. Yeah, no, that didn't go over very well with my father because he would be out in the, you know, little driveway there that we had going, she's not ready. You need to come inside. <laughs> well, and now it's the, as described in the article, the super romantic text here. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> I'm here. 
I feel Yay, so it makes me so ready for this date. I'm about to go. feel so respected and I know, honored right? by you being quote here. <laughs> <laughs> I have arrived. Like I don't really give a shit. So <laughs> it's really setting the precedence for a very interactive night. I isn't know, it? right? The fact that you're texting me here instead of coming to the door and being like, "Hello, I am here to pick you up. Would you like to come into my car?" But yeah, I the don't... reason I can tell you this is because. In my age range, boys are, they have too much social anxiety, oh, mm-hmm. I feel like, to address the parents or to even address the person that they're taking on a date right off the bat and saying, here, you're coming to their domain. You're right, right. going into their place of control. And f- by them going to the door, they're relinquishing control and becoming vulnerable right off the bat, which scares the crap out of everyone. Especially in my friend group, everyone, I feel like all the boys that I know that are in my age range are just terrified of social situations. And that's why they're always drunk and they're always high. When they, quote, hang out with girls, they're always intoxicated because they can't be their vulnerable selves because they're just too afraid of the social anxiety. And I I feel like there's no role models or people teaching them how to, Mm -hmm. to be that way and also I feel like they feel like they're losers or nerds when and this is so weird and I don't know how to describe this but they feel like they're at the bottom of the popularity chain when they can respectfully address people like people look down yeah, on yeah. that you know yeah no I know what you're saying like it it comes into play too like when you're successful or yeah, anything like that like if you're, you're shuck sh- up if you're shiny or anything like that people want to tear you down yeah so they call them things like oh you're a suck up or you're a kiss ass or you're a douche or a pretty boy or this and that if you can articulately speak respectfully to parents people are like oh you're you're lame like you're a pretty boy blah 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 well let me tell you from the parents perspective um that's something that you should be able to do you should be able to look me in the eye and carry on a conversation with me and not be like so and you know what's really sad is the boys that i know that are really good at that are usually the creepers oh my god no we've why known a few that, in your life why is that true? i don't know one particular boy has a reputation amongst my friends as being the nasty man whore and <laughs> i fell for it a few times Ugh. and he's really good at talking to parents yes and is really good at smooching people yes. around and manners and this and that and then another kid who is basically a serial killer I'm pretty (laughs) sure was trying to date me and his ex-girlfriend at the same time was really good at manners and really good at being nice and yeah and talking and engaging in conversation but he he's the one that I'll tell you a story later on where he would go on a date with me and then be on the phone with his girlfriend and tell me that it was work stuff and then show up at his girlfriend's house after he dropped me off with oil scrubbed on his face telling his girlfriend that he was out working on a car with his best friend her and I got together and we shared stories and he's a psychopath but he was the best one at talking to parents which is funny another boy that I know that's dating someone that I know he's literally a drug dealer and has two phones one for drug dealing and one for family and friends and he is is beloved amongst the parents because he's really good at talking and you know presents himself well and he's horrible (laughs) and I Just, just just for the record this parent could see through it well, you could, but... I think a lot of parents can. Yeah, but I just think it's funny that they're the ones that are the most well-rehearsed in talking yeah. and being presentable towards, you know, authority figures or parents or whatever, and they're the ones that are the most corrupt. So I don't understand why all of these, you know, people with great potential aren't letting themselves, I don't know, be 
nice and social well, towards parents and like ruining their chances kind con- of thing. Connect with family. But I think we'll get more into that in a little bit when we talk about like how you are as a dater. Are, are you dating for fun? Are you dating for finding partnership? I mean, like, how, why are you dating? Well, I feel like the the overall consensus is making dating less formal mm-hmm. is more comfortable for people, first right. of all. And I feel like the the least the less formal it is, um, I don't know how to explain it. The well, less scary it is, and I feel like that's just become a norm for everyone, is the no formality. Yeah. Well, let's get more into that. Let's take a break right now while we regain our thoughts. You're listening to um, Paper Hope Next Generation on the Empowerment Channel. We'll be right back. Every week for Paper Hope Next Generation. This is a program for all women, regardless of age, who want to connect and start having real conversations about tough subjects. None of our topics are off the table. From the pages of the Paper Hope blog to the internet radio airwaves, we'll talk about the topics that impact women with specific focus on relationships, family, community, and self. Join Paper Hope Next Generation live every Saturday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Hope that you will be a part of the conversation. Take your favorite Voice America radio program with you anywhere. Sign up for our mobile app if you have an iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. The Voice America interactive radio player, powered by Aircast, gives you the freedom to listen to any of our programs anywhere, live, and on demand. No registration is required. Listen to your favorite Voice America hosts and discover new ones. Download the Voice America mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Powered by Aircast. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You're listening to the Paper Hope Next Generation. Want to ask a question or select a topic for a future show? Please send an email to info at paperhope.com. That's info at paperhope.com. Now, back to Rio, Tamara, and Yvonne on Paper Hope Next Generation. Welcome back to the program, Paper Hope Next Gen on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. I'm Rio Wade, and I'm trying to slow down. That's not going to happen. Because I had lots of coffee today. What are we talking about, Rio? <laughs> well, Mom, we were talking about... <laughs> Who else had a lot of coffee? Everyone, hopefully. This girl... Uh, yeah, we're talking about old fashioned dating habits that we should make cool again. And the first one we started talking about, which we went on a tangent, was <laughs> coming to the door and not honking or texting when you are there to pick somebody up. So you were pointing out how some of these kids, you know, that are a bit creepy, creepy and psychotic, who actually <laughs> do engage in this. But how can we help people that aren't creepy and psychotic that just need a little more practice. Well, uh, that was a good point that got brought up during the break is there are genuinely nice, respectful people out there that just haven't had enough practice engaging in those type, those types of um, conversations with parents and such that they don't 
they just come off wrong. Like they come across as not being respectful when mm-hmm. they just don't know how to do it. And I've seen this even in like the adult world where let's just say one of my good friends had um, a boyfriend who then became her husband and all of her friends did not like this mm-hmm. guy. I thought he was awesome mm-hmm. because he and I had something to talk about. We right. were both programmers and so we would connect on that level. Oh, I loved him. Yeah, right? He's my favorite guy. I know, he's just still. Yeah, he's still. an awesome person. Yeah, so but the friends didn't have any way to connect with him. So this is kind of my suggestion to people that are in this situation. If you are the middle person between the parent and your boyfriend or girlfriend, you are the one that needs to come in and be like, make that connection. Hey, dad, did you know that, you know, Johnny likes, you know, Chevrolet monster trucks, monster <laughs> trucks or whatever, and then make that connection. Yeah. I mean, it, it's kind of some work on your part, but I feel like if you really want to integrate that person into your circle, mm-hmm. your family or your friend circle, I feel like it's a step you have to take mm-hmm. in it, order to integrate them into friends, being, family, in life. all of it. And, and to your partner, you need to turn to that person and say, Hey, I'm not going to let you hit the skids. I know this might be shaky ground for you or someplace it's kind of scary for you to be, Mm -hmm. but I have your back. Well, you just have to do like the whole role reversal thing. Mm -hmm. If you were with them going into a party or whatever or a family gathering and you didn't know anyone, you're not going to right off the bat start talking and engaging in conversation like gung-ho, like blah, blah, blah. No, you might be a little shy. A little shy or timid. Yeah. But then it's up to them to be like, hi, this is Rio. She, you know, goes to school. She dances. My, you know, dad over here was in ballet, blah, blah, blah. Like that's a conversation Mm -hmm. that we had. So I felt more comfortable with something to talk about. And then as soon as you break the ice, then it's fine. But Mm -hmm. I, I feel like as much as we're like being, you know, bashing the people that don't really know how to do that and maybe text here, maybe they don't have the tools to be the person to come to the door. So we have to help those people. You have to help them. You know, so these are the ways to make these, these um, dating habits cool again is you actually have to be proactive. You yeah. can't just be like, well, you need a change, blah, exactly. blah, blah. And that's, I think, where a lot of people go wrong is they just assume that by telling somebody to do it, they're going to do it. But you actually have to be the one to help and do, do some root cause analysis <laughs> and figure out why maybe they're texting you here. Right. And be like, and not. are you are you scared to like come inside? Yeah. Or, you know, you can tell me blah, blah, blah. That whole like, I, it's kind of vulnerable, but it's less vulnerable than coming to the door and being like, I'm here to pick up your daughter. <laughs> come in, son. Like, yeah. it's a lot different than that. <laughs> and that was my house, I'm just saying. But I have to point out, dating is vulnerable. Yes. So if you're not ready to sign up for yes. it then don't don't date if you're not ready to be vulnerable to somebody because that is the whole point yeah is dating is in my opinion you should date to marry no matter what age you are that's my opinion as well and and I guess it's a good time to just talk about it now (laughs) I uh, might as well I don't know what number two is and I'm sorry you're kind of (laughs) waiting for this but um I always I don't say always because I was part of that hooker upper culture, like <laughs> like back. a like a hooker. Yeah, upper. I just didn't get paid. <laughs> just saying. That sounds like a shitty deal to me. <laughs> That's a show for a different day. <laughs> Sorry, that, let's we, not go there today. We digress. Um, I know. <laughs> what was my point? <laughs> <laughs> you dating to marry oh yes later in my life I figured out that it was better for me to date and 
to be very serious in the relationship. Right. Don't don't date me if you're not serious about me. Right. And about making a life together. Don't that date became just to more break important. Up. And then that we'll talk about it later, but don't let me forget that that's, you know, begging the question if we're I don't have a pen. If we're dating to break up, then why are we dating and then if you find a deal breaker that you should end it. We'll get to that. Yeah, we have to because there's something that Dan Savage says about that. But I think it's in one of the points. Speaking of points, number two, which is Rio's favorite. (laughs) Not literally, but... Oh, I said literally. (laughs) Hey, we can have a drinking game. Every time that Rio says literally, you can drink your coffee. Uh, Not your booze. Sorry. Um, (laughs) Number two, trying to dress nicely for a date. This is something that has gone out of style and I would like to bring it back. But... Are we talking about dressing nicely like formal? Nope. Because I don't do formal. <laughs> nope. The author of this, Katie, says that she's not talking about suits and petticoats. She's talking about just taking some pride in your appearance yeah. when you're going out on a date. I really don't feel like this is such a lost art form because I feel like if it's defined as a date, then people do dress nicely and present themselves nicely. However, if it's if it's called hanging out Ew. or if quote do you want to come over and hang out then there's no really preparation for that. It it makes it less formal and less scary for both parties mm-hmm. involved. But again, the vulnerability of meeting someone somewhere and having to, you know, impress them with your conversational skills or whatever. I feel like the time needs to be taken in in that case to to worry a little bit about how you're presenting yourself and don't show up as a scrub as I would like to. (laughs) No, you should take some pride in your appearance, definitely. Yeah, so maybe I'll shower that day or, you know. We would all appreciate that. (laughs) Number three, this one is an interesting one as well. Um, She simply says, bringing flowers or other token of affection to the first date. So when I heard this, I was like, God, no, please do not bring me flowers. I will (laughs) not know what to do with them and I will probably make you feel like an ass because I will be like, why did you bring me these? Well, that's because you, d- you don't like flowers. I don't. But, but what if your suitor brought you a journal? That would be, this is what I started thinking. If, okay, there are a couple examples. If the person asking me on a date didn't really know me and they were, because this has happened to me, somebody's, you know, but again, they asked me to a party. They saw me in class and they never talked to me before. And they're like, hey, here's my number. If you want to come to this party I'm having, please come, which was all right. I gave them props for like coming up to me. Um, But if it's someone that didn't know me and they just knew of me and they knew that I was a dancer or I did the radio show or whatever, um, and they basically kind of did a little research, like everyone stalks their Instagram. It's not that hard to to know. And they brought me like a dance journal or I don't know, a A special pen, something, yeah, a pen or something really cool like that and presented it as a gift. I'd be like, wow, like nobody's ever done that for me. Mm -hmm. I can't believe you thought about me prior to this date so much as to go and and get me something to let me know that you are actually very interested in me as a person. Mm -hmm. That would be so, so cool. And I guess people used to do that back in the day, but (laughs) they don't really do that anymore. Uh, One thing I noticed back in my day when I had a suitor come to the door who was very serious about me, they would bring my mother flowers. That is so cute. And I was always really impressed by that because you should have that's insane you should have some respect for yeah that is it takes so much I feel like in our generation to get out of your partner that they appreciate your family and that's Mm -hmm. such an important thing and the fact that they would just do that on the first date and be like I respect your family Mm -hmm. as an extension of you is so crazy Yeah, because kids forget that your family it's a package deal yeah so when you start dating seriously your family you better take a look at that person's family Mm -hmm. because 
they're going to be in your life. Yeah. I mean, think <laughs> about it. If you're if you're dating seriously, you're potentially dating to marry. And if you marry, you legally become part of that family, yep. as do they. So yep. you got to think about that think when you're even that. starting off. And that, that's a shout out to people that are mean to their their partners families because i've had that one of my cousins has mm-hmm. a girlfriend that mm-hmm. is just so disrespectful to me and the rest of the family and we can't support him and if they ever get married because they're still together it's going to cause a lot of problems it'll cause a lot of problems and that's i don't know there's dan savage talks about it all the time and we'll get to that i'm oh, sure i love dance i know anyway i digress so number four going dancing to a place that's not grinding or at a grimy club so i think this should not be, and I'm using this word because I need to, not taken literally. <laughs> Cha-ching! <laughs> but, but I drink. No, I feel <laughs> we like all drink. this um, dancing, not at a club, but at like a, a place, I feel, oh, I made a note here, mm, not jumping to the grinding, basically. Oh, yes. You know, not necessarily the first thing off the bat is the contact sexual thing. Yes, because if you are engaging in that kind of behavior, you're alluding to the person that you're with that you're ready to engage in that kind of behavior, right. whether you think you are or not. I mean, right off the bat, I feel like that should never be Save it. the case unless you're a hooker upper. <laughs> unless you're a hooker upper, then maybe you want to go to the club and grind it all up because you're just going to be like, we're here five minutes and you're yeah, back to whatever. the shack anyway. But, but if you're going on a date, I feel like the first or the first few dates should be something not contact so mm-hmm. that there's a sense of anticipation, Ugh, which is yes. a word that we love here at the Paper Hope team. Yeah. Um, you want to prolong that because it's awesome yeah this is the adult show so i can say this it's like finding out that santa isn't real it's like gone i better hope that (laughs) it's the adult show you didn't disclaim that we might beep you out (laughs) well for the adults it's like finding out something that you thought was real isn't really real (laughs) (laughs) wink wink and that's kind of what it feels like to me when your anticipation is gone if you like go gung-ho into the whole thing you're like well i have nothing to look forward to anymore yeah, and, and in, a, in the lifespan of a relationship, let me tell you, you want to have that sense of anticipation as long as you can, if not indefinitely. Like, it's it's something to work at, yeah. for sure. Yeah, something to keep. I feel like you should keep it throughout the whole relationship, if at all possible. Because can you remember that anticipation of that first kiss, the butterflies <laughs> that you felt? It wasn't necessarily butterflies. It was more like a panic attack, but... <laughs> no, no, not like your first ever kiss, but like the one in the relationship that you have oh, now. Yeah, that's still pretty much like a panic attack. <laughs> oh, my God, no. It shouldn't no, be. because the first kiss in my relationship I had now now was not ideal if Ew. you remember <laughs> it was um a a drunken um accidental how did we end up making out yeah kiss. on that note let's take a little breaky poo here <laughs> and regain ourselves i'm we'll, not perfect we'll come back in a little bit to talk more about this list of the 10 things that make dating cool you're listening to paper hope next generation on the empowerment channel Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. 
out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. You're listening to the Paper Hope Next Generation. Want to ask a question or select a topic for a future show? Please send an email to info at paperhope.com. That's info at paperhope.com. Now, back to Rio, Tamara, and Yvonne on Paper Hope Next Generation. Welcome back to the program, Paper Hope Next Generation on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. I'm Rio Wade. And today we are talking about the dates. <laughs> lots and lots of things about dating. We're actually talking about the 10 old-fashioned dating habits that we're trying to make cool again and exactly how to do that in our um, not professional, <laughs> not educated in the topic <laughs> opinion. <laughs> so maybe you'll have the conversation with yourself and your loved ones about Yeah, these and see what you come up with. But this is our opinion that mm-hmm. we, I, I value your opinion, mother. I value, I value your opinion, yes, very daughter. So this, so this is a good <laughs> conversation. So number five, straightforwardly asking someone out and not calling it, quote, hanging out. Oh, my God. This is so annoying. Let me just go on a little rant here. If you can't look at me in the eye and say, would you like to go on a date with me? And you tell me instead, do you want to come over and hang out? You are a poos. (laughs) You're a a creep. You are a poos. You cannot ask me. No, I don't understand why people just for a split second can't be that vulnerable to just be like, hey, I like you. Do you want to go on a date? Instead of that, like, kind of half-assed, hey, you want to come over and hang out with me and a bunch of my friends? No, that's <laughs> code language for let's just hook up. Or they're too scared to admit that they like you, so they're going to try to see if you like them first without actually doing it full force. And I want to say something about that to the ladies listening. Because if you get somehow persuaded into thinking that the hangout isn't code for a hookup. (laughs) Don't be naive like mom was. Oh my God, I was so naive. Let's go look at the posters in your room. Okay. (laughs) Oh my God. When I was a young warthog. When I was a young warthog, (laughs) I was very, very naive. So I'm just saying... That for me, that isn't, if I could go back and talk to little me, mm-hmm. I would be like, be leery of that. I remember when I was in, I kid you not, sixth or seventh grade, I got invited to go to the movies with this kid that I was quote, talk. dating, which is funny because I ended up going to senior prom with this kid, but he, <laughs> he quote, broke up with me because I wouldn't make out with him at the movies. <laughs> like I said no to going to the movies because I knew that that's where everyone in the middle school went to make out. To with make people. out, to hook up. And I was like, you're so, and I knew this at a young age because of the conversations mom and I have. I'm like, you're asking me to the movies to make out. If you plan to make out, that's a no-go. Like, I'm it's not no going to go somewhere with the intention of, quote, making out with you. Like, do you even know why people make out? Do you even know how not to make out? Age. I'm like, no, I'm not going to go subject myself to this slobber fest when you don't even know what you're doing. And it was a good thing because every time somebody would talk about it, they'd be like, yeah, it was so nasty. I'm like, then why'd you go? Because we are going to the movies. Come on, girl. You knew that you weren't just going to the movies. Yeah, but. Yeah, but. You had no good excuse. No. So straightforwardly asking someone out. This this goes both ways. So whether you're asking your partner out or your partner's asking you out, make sure that you get asked out properly. What about girls asking guys out on a date? I'm split over that. Me too. I'm very, and I'm conflicted. Um, the old fashioned part of me says, no, I would like the partner right. to come and say, ask me out. But I, at the same time, I'm, it's like, why can't girls be vulnerable to that too? And that's where I feel like I'm split because yeah. I, in my life have asked 
trying to think if I ever did. No, but I've alluded to, hey, ask me on a date kind of thing. Yeah. But that's kind of stalkery too. <laughs> so I'm open to everybody else's opinion on this because, I, like I said, I kind of walk the middle ground on this. Yeah. Um, I personally am old fashioned in that yeah. way. In, in my older life, um, when I was younger, though, I did my fair share of asking out. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, so I don't either. let us know, I Let guess. us know how you feel about it, because I'm open. I'm really open to the discussion. Weird. <clears throat> Number six, additionally being clear about if we're going steady. Yes, we call this, in the youngin' world, we call this DTR, thanks to a show called Awkward on MTV. Which I think is a great show. <laughs> Which I recommend, because it's very funny, and it's very real. It's and a it's little very, bit satirical, but it's still very real. And it's very provoking, too, if you ever want to like get in the head of teenagers. Yeah. Like, that's literally what happens in high school. Welcome. Yeah, yeah the writers are very on point. So, um, yeah, I this, she says, oh, the awkward. So are we, uh, you know, uh, what are we talking? Are we going out? Yeah. This is the author. DTR, defining the relationship is what we call it. So how do you approach that, you youngin? Well, me, I, I think I'm a little bit of an outlier in this case <laughs> because my curiosity drives my whole everything. So if I'm curious as to what we are, I'm going to go ahead and ask it, even if it scares away the other person or not. Um, but in, in my relationship that I'm in now, he sat me down and he was kind of awkward about it. But he was like, so are we going to make this thing official? That's <laughs> cute. That's what he said. And you know what I said? I said, no. I lo- oh, yeah. I was there when you texted him back. I was like, what? <laughs> no. And no, we were together. We oh, were you, with each oh, other. you were telling me about it. He was it. like Sorry. sitting on a couch and he was like hugging me. And he's like, so are we going to make this thing official? Oh, yeah. And I okay. was like, no. And he didn't let go. And he's like, get out of my house. <laughs> he oh, yeah, like, that's right. didn't let go. And I was like. I was like, then let me go. And he's like, no. And I was like, I'm, you know, I'm just kidding anyways, right? It was kind of like a we already knew, but he, I'm glad he did. He, he said it, it out loud anyways, just so we both knew that it was a thing. And it, I was surprised that he did it like himself. Usually guys don't do that. And I have to provoke like, what are we? But the fact that he was like, I want you to be mine and I want everyone to know it. So I'm going to define the relationship. I thought that was pretty cool. And I think that that's how it should be. In most relationships, it should be a conversation. It definitely should be a conversation. And I think it can go either way. It can, yeah. it can start female, but, masculine. It yeah. can go either way. Well, because later on when it came to the topic of, you know, how serious are we? Because we knew we were a couple, but I was like, are we, are we going on the incline as a couple or what's happening? And I was really trying to see what his feelings were for me. So I was like, you like me? Yeah? And he's like, yeah, I like you a lot. And I was like, well, do you love me? And it was like, Sue, I didn't know if it was like an awkward thing to say, but I just said it because I'm like super curious. And he's like, he's like, well, I think I could. And I was like, oh, I wasn't mad because I was like, that's a fair enough answer. If you said yes right away, I don't know if I would believe you or not. And so it was a conversation that we had, but it sparked the conversation. Just like, what are we? Are we dating? Are we talking? I just feel like the conversation needs to get brought up. I I really love his honesty in that answer because there have been times in my life where it's been reciprocated with it. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah I and love you're you. like, okay, BS. Like you're just trying to get in my pants. Right, and then it's a completely awkward situation yeah. moving forward. Yeah. So, And then later on in the conversation, it, we were like silent for a long time and he's like, yeah, yeah, I do. And I was like, you what? He's like, yeah, I love you. <laughs> I was like, okay. I believed him because he he literally had to sit there and think about it. give it some thought. Yeah, because I knew I did because I accidentally said it to him like a million times before that. And I was like, all right, if I'm going to accidentally blurt it out one time, I feel like that's more awkward than if I just ask you right now so we can like get out in the open. I'm super awkward to be in a relationship with. I don't, just I don't know. I just, I think it's, fa- it's fair to say that 
and I say this to you guys all the time, all you little baby bears, but I, I think that at this young, well, any age, that you should love unabashedly. Yeah. You really should. You should love vulnerably and you should love with all your heart because yeah. why not? And you'll have the experience then. Like, so it doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. Let's just say that it doesn't. And it sucks ass. <laughs> uh, it'll, For real. It'll hurt. Yeah. Because I did that in my first relationship. I like, I was the one, oh, love isn't real, blah, blah, blah. You're in high school. You don't know crap. And then I like, I was like, well, screw it. I actually do love you, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And then you get your heart broken and it sucks a lot. It sucks a lot. But you still have to, in your next relationship, you still have to give that person the same thing you gave the first person as hard as it is. I know. That's definitely. It's a hard lesson to. A long conversation. That one is. Let's look at number seven. What is this one? Romantic gestures like writing poems. And I really like what the author said. She's like, I am not a writer of poems. She said, so here's my poem. (laughs) Roses are red, violets are blue. I hate poetry, but I love you. (laughs) Yeah, because I'm pretty, it's kind of funny because I always thought that I was like this rough around the edges, like hardcore kid. But as everyone likes to tell me, including Mr. Perry Damone, who said it the best, is you're sensitive. (laughs) You are very sensitive. (laughs) So I'm actually pretty... um, sentimental when it comes to that things and I actually do well I'm an artist I'm a dancer so mm-hmm. obviously I have to have some component of vulnerability in my work so I my sentimentality and my romantic gesture and even if he understands it or not I choreographed a solo about Aww. him and it's so funny because it made people in my choreography class cry because it was so pretty Aww. I was like that's about my boyfriend and, like, Aww. Aww. <laughs> and it was just Aww. so cheesy but it isn't cheesy it's what makes life really good well I feel like if we didn't because he's written me notes too before and it, they're super awkward because he's like, I don't do this and I don't like writing. I don't even like my own handwriting, but I'm going to write you this because I love you and I want you to know that I do. Even this cheesy and like awkward as it is, it's still so like cute to me. The fact that we're both thinking about each other when we're not in each other's presence and the fact that they care enough to let you know. That's the point. In one way or another. That's really the point. Yeah. I mean, you want when you're in a relationship, you want that validation. You want that yeah, confirmation. As, no matter what you say, you are always going to want mm-hmm. that validation throughout from beginning to end. Yeah, whether you're dating or you're married. I don't forget how many years I'm married. It's past 10. So yeah, yeah wow. you, you want that validation. Yeah, throughout. I feel like it's the only way to keep it strong mm-hmm. and fresh yeah because remember you are always applying applying for the job <laughs> that's your favorite thing that is my favorite saying and you can adopt it you don't even have to quote me but you're always applying for the job of my husband uh, as yeah. my love you're mm-hmm. always applying so don't get complacent and lazy because don't get lazy that's a big big thing Mm-mm, don't get lazy so but that's on both parts too i want oh yeah everyone no to know it's that not it's, just me i'm not sitting there like a princess being right. exactly a, he says the same thing to me right you're always applying for the right. job exactly so if you guys are both putting forth effort and both working i feel like it could last for a long long time yep yep okay Next so time. we will not huh. be able to cover this one and but say it so i can scream <laughs> Turn the electronics off. <laughs> Turn into the Hulk. <laughs> yes. Oh, here. my God. If you are listening, boyfriend, you need to pay attention to this one. <laughs> Mr. Sir. This is a big one yeah. for both Rio and me. I've written about this present absenteeism. It's an article on my blog, paperhope.com. I <laughs> am a freaky freak about this. Listen, if you're at dinner or you're out with each other you've you've gone through the effort of dressing nicely for each (laughs) other you've gone through the effort of asking one out you're there together 
Put that crap away. If I, okay, this is, he does this to me all the time. Last night, we went to a dance concert at my school, and I was very excited to show him and talk with him at dinner and at the show. He was on Instagram for no reason. I well, was like, you scrolled through these already. I, Why are you already on the phone? Yeah, he but was he unplugged. Does that, he does that all the time, though. It wasn't just last night. No. Well, we will get more into that. Holy crap. But I feel like this rolls around right to the first one, where it's that kind of social anxiety yep. and that vulnerability. So we'll let's, connect the two. Let's talk more about that when we come back from break, because yeah. that's a big one. Yeah. Yeah. You're listening to Paper Hope Next Generation on the Empowerment Channel. Be right back. the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? What sets apart VoiceAmerica.tv from the other video content providers on the Internet? Choice and flexibility means that you can host your video content live or on demand on the main VoiceAmerica.tv channels through your own branded media player or your own private TV channel. We support multiple media formats, so all of your video content can be in one place. We offer a number of advertising and video packages. For more information, visit VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. listening to the paper hope next generation want to ask a question or select a topic for a future show please send an email to info at paperhope.com that's info at paperhope.com now back to rio tamra and yvonne on paper hope next generation Welcome back to the program, Paper Hope Next Generation on the Voice American Empowerment Channel. <laughs> you couldn't do it. <laughs> I tried to keep a straight, well, I didn't keep a straight face. I tried to keep a straight voice, but I did it in like a really weird face. I need to get a camera up in here because you guys are funny. Yes, I They know. both tried to put on their headphones and they like slapped themselves in the face and then they put them on, but they didn't change your facial expression. So it's just really funny. And we all had coffee, and we're just fun. So. We're just fun. <laughs> Lucky you to just witness all this goodness. I know. Like, it's great. It's good. It's great. So, ah. Mother, what are we talking about on this fine morning? Uh, we are talking about dating. 
I don't have the title in front of me. <laughs> 10 old fashioned dating habits that we should make cool again. Yes. And I like them a lot. The last one we just talked about was romantic gestures. Poems. Even if you're not good at poems, leaving sticky notes is always a fun thing. I like those. If I'm ever in a place like I'll be, my bank is right next to his gym. So if I'm like next to it, I'll go put like a sticky note on his car and be like, hey, I love that. I love <laughs> Some it. Stupid so much. crab draw a picture of a cactus or something. I don't know. I can tell you too, as being the married lady in the room, it, it gets harder the yeah. longer you've been together, but it's really very important to keep that because it doesn't matter how long you've been together. The other person wants to know yeah. you're thinking oh, about yeah. them. Yeah. It's, it's ca- people confuse it. I think as like insecurity, No, people will be like, Oh, why do you need him to tell you he loves you all the time? Blah, blah, blah. Uh, because it's important. It's important. And it's it not that I good. doubt you. It's just that it's a good feeling when you mm-hmm. say it to me unsolicitedly mm-hmm. or show me in one way or another. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Love it. So these next couple ones we just got, Oh no, we just got done talking about turning your electronics oh, off too. We did not get done talking about it. We started talking Whoopsie about doodle. it. doodle. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. I feel like when people are on, and this can be boys or girls, when they're on their phones during like dinner or when we're all hanging out in the family room watching a TV show or whatever it may be, if they have their phone or their head buried in their phone, they're avoiding, again, the social awkwardness of having to engage in the conversation mm-hmm. or engage in the, the socialization of everyone. And I feel like, again, it's the same principle as they maybe don't know how to do it or they're too awkward because Mm -hmm. we haven't introduced them to the people or we haven't come up with some common ground that they can talk about Mm -hmm. with other people. And this hasn't always been because of technology, even though I think technology has made it more convenient Mm -hmm. for those who want to avoid interacting. Um, But yes, like like we were talking about in the beginning, if you have the energy to date, you have the energy to interact. Right. It so, goes hand in hand. You can't, you know, so not it, bake the cake and eat it no, kind of thing. Yeah, no, you have to have a, like a real look at yourself. And like I think of like my friend's husband yeah, and how he was out in social settings. You know what? Not only do your friends have a responsibility to try and engage with mm-hmm. him because they're your friends. Right. And in that situation with her, it used to make me really angry that the friends were always bad mouthing him yeah. and saying, why is he? Because then he lost before he even tried. Yeah, he was he was behind before he even got in the game, yeah, which is not fair. And I don't like that at all, because if if you love your friend, you're going to make an effort to get to know who right. she's loving. Right. Right. Well, yeah. And I mean, this happens with Summer, my best friend. I'm sad she's not here on mic today, but some of the people she dates, I try to give the time of day, which as soon as I tried, I'm allowed to to not try after that. But I always give it a try, even though I know that I'm really not going to want to talk to them. And there's a difference between trying and being respectful. Right. I, right? I can try, and then I'm respectful towards them yep. until she asks for help, and then I call the police. <laughs> 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 Which we've had to before, just P.S. So, Summer, I love you. All the other boys, I do not love you. So, <laughs> so true. So, anyway... Um, Yeah, enough about that one, because you and I could go off for like days on that. We have two really good ones that we have to get into. Okay, okay. Number nine, the general concept of asking permission for things. I feel like we've talked about this before, either on this show or the street team show, is setting boundaries at the beginning. I feel Mm -hmm. like that's a similar conversation. 
Um, what are what are you okay with? Am I allowed to do this? When are you going to be comfortable with this? When can I see you again? When is it all right for this and that? Blah, blah, blah. I like those questions a lot. And I think that sometimes they're not asked. Mm-hmm. And the author of this article goes on to say that, you know, sometimes once you're in a relationship that these things seem to not be required. Right. And that goes as far as to not just can I see you again, but can I touch you in this way? Right. And I feel like that is still a question that needs to be asked. Of course Because it is. how many people do we and you all, the audience, know that have triggers for something mm-hmm. maybe traumatic in their life that it needs to be asked? Because even if you hold my hand, that might be a trigger for me to yep. freak out and be uncomfortable with you. Yeah. You need to make sure that there's nothing or if there is something that you know ahead of time that's going to upset me in one way or another. Yes. And this one's really important to me because I actually do have triggers that cause me to be very uncomfortable when I'm approached certain ways physically. Mm -hmm. So in my marriage, I've had to make this part of the dialogue. In fact, I knew this so well that when Christopher and I got together, it was part of what I call my disclaimer. Mm -hmm. I came to the table very transparently and said, hey, look, I have these things about me that make me different. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm okay with them, but you need to be okay with them. Because it's going to inhibit, not inhibit, but it's going to affect the rest of our marriage. It will affect our lives together. And I really need to be approached in this way. This makes me feel safe. This makes me feel good. These way does not make me feel good. And even in a marriage, it can't be assumed that you automatically get rights to do whatever you want. That no. is so not the case. It is not the case. And, and I feel it, like that's assumed in a lot of relationships. Yeah, ladies listening, hear me. Hear me loudly because your body is yours. And it doesn't matter if you are committed in a relationship, if you're in a marriage, it doesn't matter. Your body is your body. And if you say no, no means no. Mm-hmm. It means no. And you don't always have to have an excuse for yeah, it Yeah, no, unequivocally, you don't well, have to. Well, I'm your to. husband. Why Why are you doing this? Shut up. It's not. <sighs> it has nothing to do with you. No. <laughs> it's all things to do with me. And if you love me, you'll respect that. So make sure that when you're in your relationships that you, like Rio said, you're setting some boundaries. You're making your partner aware of these things. Mm-hmm. Because conversely, I've also heard of situations where ladies did not, or men, some men in this case too, mm-hmm. <clears throat> did not make it known to their partner that, there was a problem or a history or something like that. And it it comes out later and it can end up hurting the relationship. It will be like, why did you lie to me this whole time? It's not necessarily a lie. I feel like that. I feel like, yeah, it's a bit of a betrayal. I've heard from these people that have been, you know, in a relationship for a long time and then something comes out that causes it to, have to behave differently. Yeah. I, cause I remember the first guy that I ever went on dates with and then I ended up, I guess being his girlfriend freshman year or whatever. He would like jokingly at first, but not like jokingly, but just kind of like in a light mood. So it wouldn't make me feel uncomfortable. He would like hold my hand or like put his hand on my, my leg. And maybe he would be like, is this inappropriate? Like as a joke, but he was literally asking me, Oh my God, I said literally again, <laughs> he, was, <laughs> he was legitimately asking me for permission if that I was like all right. That. And I was like, no it's not inappropriate of course you can like I wouldn't have you know agreed to sit this close to you if I wasn't all right with the leg contact I think that is so fantastic but I also want to speak to people who are being asked this question if it's not okay Mm -hmm. make sure that you say it's not okay because I was that little girl the young woman that said it was okay when it wasn't yeah and that's an even worse position to be in yes so just something to think about because that's probably a topic for another show. But I just Mm want to put it out there that, you know, get it right in your head. Again, if you're going to take the effort to date, make sure you you take the effort to get it right 
with mm-hmm. how you are and how you want to be treated and how you want to be interacting as you're dating. And as the other person, if you're ready to date, you're ready to get that feedback from the other person and you should be mentally ready to be able to process those things and be all right with if they're not okay with something else. You yeah. need to be aware that that is a possibility mm-hmm. if you're going to engage in dating behaviors. Ugh, dating's got a lot to think about. So number 10. Number Woo! 10. We made it to the end. Not assuming sex is to be had at any point in time. Again, goes back to number nine. You can't just assume that once you're in a committed relationship that you own the other person. Or that you're dating. So like, just say first date. Yeah. Don't assume that sex is on the table. For me, and we'll talk about this because it definitely needs explanation. In high school, I physically could not have sex with anyone. Like I had to get a surgery in order to do so. So every caveat to every boy I ever started talking to was I do not have sex. You don't need to know the reason why right now, but I don't. Mm -hmm. And three of them stuck around throughout the whole thing. And that was the first one, the the biatch that we always talk about and this one right now. So, Well, that was one of the biatch's redeeming qualities is that he actually did respect right. that. We dated for two years and we both remained virgins throughout that whole time. And he never pressured me into anything, which is one of his redeeming qualities. Mm-hmm. So and regard- thank you for that, biatch. Yeah, <laughs> he yes. knows I loved him and I still love him. I just do not like who he is. It's fine. Yeah, that's different. So regardless of what your situation is, it could be for various reasons why you've elected not to have sex at any point in your dating experience just make sure that you're setting some boundaries and that you vocalize that Mm -hmm. because I think that it makes it easier and more effortless if that's not a concern and it's really not that scary to say that to someone I know it seems really vulnerable and really like you have to set your pride aside but you make it something prideful in yourself like I do not have sex and I'm glad that I don't because I don't want to rush into things and if you're not all right with that door here it is yeah and remember bradley who was on our show at paper hope street team talking mm-hmm. about the talk yeah and he had mentioned that you know one of those talks is setting boundaries about mm-hmm. physical activity and he said he would rather know ahead of time yep. so that he doesn't put himself in a weird situation right. and he was and end up upsetting you right he yeah. his goal was to not upset his partner yeah and so he wants to know in the yeah. beginning and he was respectful of those people that came forward and said yeah because he knows that he has his own baggage and he needs to be respectful of his partner's baggage if it's going to be a successful relationship oh my gosh we got through number 10 wow and we did pretty good i feel like for being so cracked out on caffeine we are very cracked out Are, are there any final thoughts on this i don't know i think we did a good job covering all of it don't you think? Yeah, so, we'd love game? to hear from you guys listening. Because, um, of course, like we said in the beginning, we are definitely not <laughs> professionals in any matter. We're just mother and daughter having a discussion. And we want you guys to have the discussion, too, about things that are important to you in your dating life mm-hmm. and keeping you safe and happy and connected to the people that you choose to spend your time with. Because your time is really valuable. Word. Yes. Word up. Yeah. And speaking yeah. of valuable time, our time is up. Ooh. Where can they talk to us, mother? Uh, daughter. They can talk. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> you sounded like a cartoon character. <laughs> oh my god. Sorry. You can find us on Facebook, of course. <laughs> and you know what? It's us interacting with you. It's not some robo interaction. It's me. Yeah, um, mostly her because I because you're lazy. I don't no. know. No, I don't Facebook know how. paper hope backslash paper hope. We're also on Instagram at Paper Hope Blog and the Twitter on Paper Hope Blog. And of course you can always email me at info at paperhope.com dot com that's that ladies and gents let's take us out of here we are paper hope next generation on the voice america empowerment channel i'm real wade that's tamra wade and we love you good night
<laughs> hey, thanks for listening to Paper Hope Next Generation. Be sure to check out the blog at paperhope.com for more during the week. And we hope to see you again next Saturday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Bye for now. Bye for now.